Hello, the internet. It's Ben Rosenthal here, and we're back for another podcast of Hack the Dino. I'm usually joined by my co-panelist, Dan McGuinness, and a special guest uh, every fortnight. However, it is Christmas time, uh, and Dan and I were thinking, you know, what's more Christmassy than a clip show? So uh, this week, we will be bringing you snippets out of uh, previous episodes of Hack the Dino. Uh, we do have... Uh, special guest, Dr. Mike 2000, who's actually a doctor, I found out. Uh, he's also a writer and artist of comics, and he's also a game developer. And we also have Sarah Campbell, who is a Valkyrie. Now, I actually had no idea that there was such a thing as a real-life Valkyrie besides, you know, outside of the Ring Opera. Um, so she explains to us what that actually entails, and a little bit later on, I may give just a couple of thoughts on a game that launched on the Apple products worldwide earlier this week, Mario Run. So stay tuned for that. Hack the Dino, not coming to you live from Greenlight Comics. Can you let us know what exactly, as much as you can, uh, yep. Valkyrie is and what it entails? Is it like the Freemasons? Do you have a secret handshake? Well, if we did, I couldn't really talk about it. Oh, touche. No, even I talk about a handshake. Yeah. No, it's um basically it's a group of women who work in comic book shops all over the world and we have a group that we can like just support each other I guess in the industry. Um, we help each other in like with store if we have store questions, if we have stock questions and things like that. It's yeah, it's essentially a support network for women who work in comic book shops. And is this internet based or is it pen and paper? I wish it was pen and paper based because that would be really, really, really... Carrier pigeon? Oh, lovely, but no, it's internet based. We have a Facebook group. Um, there is there is a public Facebook group that people can follow along with. I believe it's the um, LCS Valkyries. So people can have a look at what we do from an external standpoint and then we operate behind the scenes in our secret group. Ooh. Isn't, it, isn't there like someone, there's an important lady running it within the comic industry? There's a few industry ladies as part of the group, but the group was um, started by Kate Leth, so she Ooh. is the... And what's she done? Oh, she, she worked in, yeah, she's done heaps. She started out just working in a store, and now she's done, what's the most recent one? She did Hellcat. Yeah. Patsy Walker Hellcat? Yeah. Yeah, and oh, there's so many that I've gone blank. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. one of those people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's done so many things, and she does a really diverse number of things too. It's one of those ladies that if... if if you, now that you know her name, you'll start seeing you it see on it stuff everywhere. that you're already aware of. Like I was aware of Hellcat. That was uh, that was really good. I enjoyed that one. Um, did she do that with Catherine Newman? Stuart Eminen's wife? Maybe. I don't know. Because I love Stuart Eminen. He's a great yeah. artist. And so is his wife. And everyone's great. <laughs> yep, back pattern off there. <laughs> Um, just on that, you mentioned before that you're, you're like lying down with your comics and reading them. I do, yeah. I was almost killed by uh, one of the large Sandman uh, collections <laughs> doing that. Okay. Really? Re reading right. it in bed, yep. and it, I dozed yep. off, as you do, and yeah, yeah. it almost broke my nose. Now, when you, when, you do, <laughs> when you dozed off, did some wispy dust fall out of the spine of the book and put you to sleep, since it was a Sandman one? Possibly. Or were you just very tired? Uh, let's go with the first one. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah. Morpheus come when you're yeah. unconscious and give you a story, tell you to live forever? <laughs> yeah. So my, my 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 story related to that is I've recently been reading Morning Glories. Mm -hmm. I've got the giant um, omnibus which has like you know 50 issues all in one. Yep. And the only way I can read it is to lie down, 
with it resting on my stomach on the corner. Right. So that when I get up after reading a few of them, I've got this strange David Cronenberg-style Y-shaped <laughs> um, sort of crease on my stomach, which is like the orifice that the... Um, not the extremist, the existence machine plugs into. Existence. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I have. Yeah. Where, where they make they make guns out of chicken the, the, bones. David, yeah, fish, gun, fish which bones. fires teeth. Yeah, it's David Cronenberg's a gross out video game movie from the late nineties. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the the other massive comic book I've read is the Thor one, which just feels like it should be a massive comic book. Yeah. It's Walt Simonson's Thor omnibus. You should have sore biceps after reading it. You should feel like you can only read it when you're worthy. You can, just put, you can just put a handle coming out of it, and it's, yeah. just, and it's what's his name? And it's a hammer. Mjolnir. Yeah. Mjolnir, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. Right. Did a cat name that hammer? <laughs> <laughs> you realise you just lifted that joke straight from the first film. Yeah. Did that happen in the film? Yeah. She calls it Meow Meow. Meow Meow, yeah. yeah but they didn't say it how I said it. No, no, they said it funny. Oh, have any of you played Last Guardian yet? That came out. That's a thing. No. No? It did. It, like, it's been coming out for so long that I forgot that it was coming like, out. 20 years? Are we... 20 years? I just don't know. Shadow of the Colossus? I've got no time for it. I'm just really? like, nah, I'm doing Final Fantasy 15 at the moment. What's that like? I haven't played that either. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Total rebuild of Final Fantasy. At the start, when it loads up, it goes, for first timers and fans. Wow. It says. And it's really a rebuild from like the ground up. I've like, heard it described as a uh, bro trip. It's pretty I much... I described it as that. So it's anyone pretty else much a boy band trap traveling across Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, and you actually are encouraged to just drive from point to point. You don't even drive. It just drives itself. And really? you just sit there and the guys are talking and it's like, and then you get to your spot and you look around, you just, you just walk around like, looking around as you're driving. Oh, look at that over there. And you say, park the car, man. And they do park the car and you all get out and you run around and you find camp spots. and you got these Where's this set? It's just set in a different world, but it just looks like... Arizona. Yeah. All wow, what a horrible world. But it's got, like, you know, giant meteors that have hit that have created these giant, like, arching bits of dirt over, like, you know, like, giant... It's got these, like... It, Mountains. Like, geological things that couldn't exist. Wow. But it's, it's set in the real world. It's, like, shops and cafes, and you can go in and at each cafe and buy, like, a different soundtrack of an older Final Fantasy game, and you play that in your car as you drive. <laughs> So, so they're I'm just there, getting really meta. So I'm there, yeah, I'm there driving with like, you know, like one wig and angel from Final Fantasy VII or the Sephiroth <laughs> song going, Sephiroth! You know, that song, like, dun, dun, dun. And the dude's just talking and like, it's, it's like, amazing. And like, you camp, you just get normal camping chairs. It's like these flamboyant boys in the most ridiculous costumes sitting in fold-out chairs, eating off camp, like camp plates. Wow. Just, and that's where you up your AP and you know, what, you get all your, um, your experience points when you camp so you do all your stuff in the day and it's got a day and night cycle and if you stay out too long in the night like these demons come out the ground that are so strong that you just have to camp before it gets dark and it's just amazingly like fun game and uh, you can stay in hotels like you have to stay places so is it it's a travelling game it's a it's a bro road trip game where you just it's a bro bond trip. a bro, a bro, bro trip. trip trademark hack the diner like are there 2016 what are the action parts well, you walk around and like you get lots of fetch quests, and like you okay. go out and there's hunting missions, the thing. There's yeah, also right. story missions, and okay. it's, it's basically it all, and it starts with a two-hour film. Oh jeez! It doesn't come with it, but there's a there's a film called Kingsglaive that came out before it, two hours, and it doesn't make sense unless you've watched this film. Oh god! 
Which, See, it seems no, to... that's amazing. No, you're, you're committing like, a lot of time to something. Like... Dude, if you're playing Final Fantasy, you know you're in for this a lot is... of time. You don't buy it unless you, you know you want to put you want to go face first into that. It just seems these days you have to invest so much in modern day games. That's why I like retro games. You sit nah. down, I've got ten minutes to play. But 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 on smash it out in like seven hours. Get done. Gone. Nah. Back on the shelf. No thanks. I love it, but like. No, it just depends. Like, you don't buy a Final Fantasy game if your time's short, which I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, just on that, you mentioned before that you you like lying down with your comics and reading them. I do, yeah. I was almost killed by uh, one of the large Sandman uh, collections <laughs> doing that. Okay. Really? Re- reading right. it in bed, yeah. and it... I dozed yep. off, as you do, and yeah, yeah. almost broke my nose. Now, when you when you do, when you dozed off, did some wispy dust fall out of the spine of the book and put you to sleep? Since it was a Sandman one, possibly. Or just very tired. Uh, let's go with the first one. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah. Morpheus come when you're yeah. unconscious and give you a story, tell you to live forever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my, my 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 story related to that is I've recently been reading Morning Glories. Mm-hmm. I've got the giant um, omnibus which has like, you know, 50 issues all in one. Yep. And the only way I can read it is to lie down with it resting on my stomach on the corner. Right. So that when I get up after reading a few of them, I've got this strange David Cronenberg style Y shaped <laughs> um, sort of crease on my stomach, which is like the orifice that the. Um, not the extremist, the existence machine plugs into. Existence. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I have. Yeah. Where, where they make they make the, guns out of chicken the, bones. The, David, yeah, fish, gu- fish which bones. fires teeth. Yeah, it's David Cronenberg's a gross-out video game movie from the late 90s. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the other massive comic book I've read is the Thor one, which just feels like it should be a massive comic book. Yeah. yeah. It's Walt Simonson's Thor omnibus. You should have sore biceps after reading it. You should feel like you can only read it when you're worthy. You can, just put, you can just put a handle coming out of it, and it's, yeah. just, and it's what's his name? And it's a hammer. Mjolnir. Mjolnir, yeah. Mjolnir. Yeah, that's right. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. Right. Did a cat name that hammer? <laughs> you realise you just lifted that joke straight from the first film. Yeah. Did that happen in the film? Yeah. She calls it Meow Meow. Meow Meow, yeah. yeah but they didn't say it how I said it. No, no, they said it funny. We're back here on Hack the Dino. I'm Ben Rosenthal, being joined by Dan McGuinness, the owner of Greenlight Comics, and his employee, or one yeah. thereof, uh, Sarah Campbell. So, Sarah, you work here under uh, Dan. What's he, what's he like as a boss? Is he uh, tyrannical? He's sitting right next to me, so I'm obligated to say that he's magnificent. Read between the lines, folks. Read between <laughs> the lines. The lines are awesome. No, he's like, I think we work really well together because we have worked together we, for a long yeah, time we, together. We've figured right. out a good system. Yep. Is it you yep. just do what you're told? Um, partly. Yep. But good. then partly Best also one. the reason that I'm here is because my opinion is respected. Ah, so right. I yeah. feel like sometimes I'm allowed too much contribution. <laughs> <laughs> I, I speak my mind a lot. And maybe you won't find any of that here. We, we've got very strict guidelines <laughs> that you must adhere to. Otherwise, uh, the parrot of editing comes out. I oh. believe Sarah's used up all of her words that she's <laughs> later have for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> my uh, word quota is exceeded. So we do uh, record this live in Greenlight Comics, uh, Dan's comic store, every fortnight. And as such, we have a little bit of a, a comic discussion segment. It's going to add as well that it's not just my comic shop. I know, There's but you're the only one here. There's yeah, a couple of owners, but uh, they don't listen. So, Those um, guys. Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
Sarah, you've yes. got a comic you'd like to talk about. I do. I've actually been desperate to talk about this one for ages, but it kind of became unavailable for um, for a while, and I couldn't talk about it because we couldn't get it for the show. Um, it's called Harrow County. I'm interested in anything at the moment that involves the occult, so this one was really... Like, it, it popped up on my list because it's sort of about witches and, and the folklore surrounding them. But one of my favourite things about it was that it's uh, the artwork is done with traditional media, so watercolour and ink. And it's really kind of dark and washy and... It looks amazing. It does look the, cool. The ways that I want to describe it, I don't think are real wor- words. Like Do you even... Sploochy? Sploochy? <laughs> Kiss my sploochy! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lo- lots of dark, moody ink wash and watercolours to suit. And it's like, I was really struck by how the, the visceral quality of the artwork added to the mood and the tone of the story that was being told. And I was involved in this book in a whole other level than how I usually am with a more traditional style comic book artwork. What's so it about? It's, about? it's about a witch who is... She exists in a small town and the townsfolk all know who she is. But then, I don't know, it's, it's sort of, I guess, dealing with the fear of the other um, or of the different. So because I feared she's the other. different, do you? Yeah, the Spider-Man storyline from about five years ago. <laughs> that really scared me. It's, um, so because, because she is different, they end up becoming really afraid of her and they kill her, they burn her. So, but she threatens to come back and they know that that threat is going to become true. So um, the whole town is just sort of waiting, waiting for her to be reincarnated back. I guess is reincarnated the right word? She's going to come back. Um, And then she does. So the character that you're actually following through the story is the the witch reborn. So this is story set up. This is not story spoiling. This is the pitch. Yeah, yeah. This happens very early on. So, um, So you're following her and how she learns about her backstory, I guess. Right. And then... The, um, her relationship with the whole town of course changes and drama unfolds with this amazing artwork to tell it it's, um, it is in our horror section so it is essentially a horror comic oh it's written by Cullen Bunn as well it's, yeah, yeah and it's love fun. Cullen Bunn although some of his uh, Uncanny X-Men stuff is not awesome but you know He's got a really good job that I don't have, so maybe it's just jealousy. Dan, hmm. what have you got for us this week? I have got Ghosts. Ghosts. Pulled out by Scholastic, oh. uh, written by Raina. What's her name? Tell uh, I can do it when you try. Um, Telgemeier. Telgemeier, yeah. Telgemeier. Raina Telgemeier. She's written a whole bunch of books, so Smile, Sisters, Drama, The Babysitter's Club. She did all them. Um, she did all The Babysitter's Club? No, no, she did like the, the comic version oh, of The Oh, I was going to say, wow, that, that's a while um, ago. And I follow her a fair lot. Um, I think she's great. Um, her stuff is for more uh, YA, like younger readers, but um, I read it and I love it. So basically, Ghost is about um, a family that moved because the youngest daughter has um, cystic fibrosis. Right. Um, so it gets heavy straight away, you know that. Um, and they moved to a town which has um, got a more cleaner air and stuff like that on the coast, so mm-hmm. like to help her... Because, um, as we all know, cystic fibrosis is un- incurable. Yep. So, yeah, she had to give like what she's got the rest of her life a, a cleaner, easier life. Yep. And they uh, moved to a town which is uh, near, uh, on the border or in Mexico. I can't actually say the name of the town. It's Tijuana. It's not. It's not. It's, um, I'm just going to find it here. It is, someone wants to read that word there. Uh, yep. It's, uh... Bahia de la Luna. Yeah. That place. So they moved there. That's uh, the Bay of the Moon. Oh. Oh, wow. Nice. I didn't know that. 
And um, they moved there, and it's obviously a, a very spiritual town, and they have, like, you know, the Day of the Dead ceremony and all that, mm-hmm. and it's about these ghosts. That's held on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, they actually talk about stuff like that. And it's about, the yeah, so the ghosts, um, it, they find these ghosts and stuff, and all this stuff happens, and it's this really amazing story of these two sisters, and just, it's kind of like teaching younger people about death, mm-hmm. and, like, um... It's really hard to explain. I don't want to get any spoilers. All you need to know is if you've ever read... Right, just read these books. They're really good. They're really easy to read and you just... You get emotional as you read them. She's just oh, heaps good at what she does. Uh, she really is. I've read the, I read the first third of this book um, just last night because I'm really excited to get through it now that we've got it back in stock. And like, it's just it's beautifully crafted. It's The story is told just so wonderfully. Mm, and it's super interesting. And like... It's one of those scary books. As soon as the book started and it's like, you know, three pages in, my sister has cystic fibrosis and I'm like, man, oh, it's going to get heavy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, how dare you? It becomes you? incredibly poignant early on because yeah. then that's the veil that you look through the rest of the book through. Wow. And um, there's a lot more than that. Yep. Um, I don't want to get into it though because it'll get spoiled. But yeah, beautiful book. Beautiful, beautiful And beautiful. who's that by? Sorry. <laughs> Rainer. Yeah, well, what's her last name there, Dan? I don't know. Tell her my name. Get a message <laughs> Sarah, perhaps you want to tackle, tackle that one. I, I, I tackled it once at somebody else's turn. Telgemeier. Telgemeier. Good old Telgemeier. And if you got anyone, another... If anyone hasn't noticed, I never get people's last names right. In the three <laughs> podcasts that we've done, I'm just like, what's their first last name? Like, <laughs> there are just some things that should never be spoken out loud and should only ever exist as the written word. Sorry. And you got one more comic there, Dan. Oh, yes. Killaroo. Yeah. yeah, the new Killaroo book. Stones of the... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, whoever wrote this really hates people, apparently, because that name is... What is that name? <sighs> what is it called? Should we... Should we oh, full disclosure. Uh, I wrote this story about four years ago after the Killaroo creator, Dan... Uh, Darren. Darren Close uh, sort of approached me and said, Hey, do you want to write a, a Killaroo one-shot? And I went, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's uh, just been released now. Uh, took four years to put together. Uh, the art is by um, a Queensland artist called Manny Hernays. Yeah, I think great. that's his last name. Uh, the art's sensational. Mm. He's really captured. Um, Rue. Uh, the, the, yeah, <laughs> Rufus. Uh, his name's Rufus. Uh, really I know. captured him well. <laughs> uh, now, the uh, the book itself, I can never pronounce this name. Sorry, sir, if I can just borrow it. Hang on, didn't you make it up? Uh, no, this is an actual uh, Indigenous name. Uh, so it's Killaroo, the Stones of... Karantijirinja. I'm apologising profusely for the pronunciation of that, but basically uh, that name there is the name of the Dreamtime kangaroo spirit who came down uh, during the Dreamtime. And um, what did he do? Uh, he always, they, always, they always do some strange he, stuff. Those, those yeah, Dreamtime dudes. I, I believe uh, this one was responsible for forging the land. Well, the whole land. Yeah, uh, something like that. It, it's been a while since I researched it, admittedly, so I could be completely wrong. It was wrong. four years ago. It was four years ago. Anyway, no, longer, it was finished four years ago. Anyway, like, I, it's taken four years to get yeah. it to this stage, so it is very old writing. I'll just prefix that. Killaroo. Uh, so, um, people who don't know about Killaroo, yep. he is, obviously, it's an Australian creation. Um, uh, from about 20 years ago, I think, Darren 20, created him. Yeah, yeah. Um, 20-odd why years ago. is he... Uh, a kangaroo that's in... Does anyone know why he's a uh, man, yeah, man he's, kangaroo? He's like a man. He's like a were kangaroo. No, well, no, 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 not at all. But he looks like he's anthropomorphic kangaroo. It's an anthropomorphic... And there's, there's kangaroos that exist in the story as well. And there's yeah, an uh, he's a one-off 
science experiment. Oh, is um, that what it is? And he escaped from a lab, and um, he was a bikey for a while, which uh, is covered in gang wars. This actually takes place after the gang wars uh, anthology, mm-hmm. which is coming out soon. It's not been released yet, uh, but that has um, writers such as Ryan K. Lindsay on board doing a story of that uh, as well. He did Negative Space from Dark Horse. Oh, that's uh, good. It was very good. Uh, he's an Australian writer who's... On, he's also in the DC Writers course. He was one of eight people in the entire world who was asked, well, accepted into the DC Writers course. So Whoa. he's doing that at the moment. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, back to me. Um, <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm going to talk about my kangaroo story. <laughs> Uncanny. I know. I actually think that was me. Yeah. I don't know my face. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is... Uh, Set where Rufus, uh, all the the direction I was given by Darren uh, when I asked what he wants the story to be about was that uh, after gang wars, um, stuff's gone down. Rufus just wants to be left alone. He's kind of depressed. Go for it. So I know. Okay, cool. So I had Rufus uh, thinking that he wanted to be alone and be a hermit and removed from society. But uh, you know, humans want to investigate, and uh, it's more of a, a quest for him to either. Uh, find himself through uh, finding these mystical stones of the kangaroo um, and uh, yeah I won't spoil too much but yeah, uh, cool. yeah it's you've got a um, out now don't you have a killer t-shirt Sarah I do I do have a killer t-shirt where did you get that I ordered it from the internet wow when they've got t-shirts on the internet these days yeah it's a magical world um, I actually, it was just, it was just a really cool, it's a gross image actually, he's swirling some dead person around in a circle and it's made this really nice blood smear in a circle and it was just, in black and white, it's a lot less horrifying, but um, that I just, Rufus. I liked, I thought it was a good looking image and I was in a particularly, I needed to feel a lot more tough than I was <laughs> looking I guess. I'm tough, so, I've got a kangaroo who's yeah. ripped someone's spine out on my chest. So, so I'd seen the character and I'd seen the comics around and I, um, I special ordered the t-shirt. Cool. Well, what, what I want to do with Rufus in this story is actually a character piece. So there isn't, uh, there is violence in there because that's almost a given. But I wanted to focus... What well, is Australia? Yeah, yeah. Australia. 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 And I've got some Aussie colloquialisms in there. Oh, I also got a Back to the Future quote in there that no one's picked up yet. Where? So uh, on one of the pages is, is the phrase... Talent? Oh yeah, maybe, maybe if you think it, you is can it this spot one here, no, huh? No. <laughs> what about this one? Take it easy. No, if you can spot the back. Oh, to this the future, one was in Back to the Future. <laughs> no, it's, the word no. It's in all three Back to the Future films, if that helps. But uh, yeah, there's a quote. Everything I write, I slip something like that in, oh. purely for my own amusement. I'm so if you do pick up one of these now. books from uh, Greenlight Comics or some of the other comic stores around Australia, yeah, we're getting uh, all of it online. Uh, there's also a special Patreon-only cover, which is all blue, mm. which uh, limited have quantities. Seen? Have I seen that? Yeah, you've got one. Yeah, cool. On the shelf. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so pick it up, read it. Bear in mind, I wrote it four years ago, and uh, let uh, me know what you think. Oh, great. You edited it this year, though, so you've got nothing to <laughs> And by can. editing it, I just went through and deleted all the dialogue. <laughs> Done. Last week, we talked a little bit about the very hard-to-find, it turns out, Ness Mini. Uh, we talked about the controversy of people not being able to get one, the exuberant prices people are now selling them for, and honestly, people are buying them for two, three hundred dollars Australian dollars. Uh, it's ridiculous. Still, 
Still, they're coming out like there's a whole new shipment, isn't it? Coming out like in, in a week. How, how much does it cost retail? $99. Okay, right, yeah. And 100. that's huge. Over in America, that was 60 bucks, And same right. thing. But yeah. in America, you couldn't pre order it anywhere. Right, okay. Whereas here, you yeah. could pre order it from our game stores mm-hmm. as soon as they came out. Um, so, as many podcasts have done, they've started to hypothesize about what games would be coming out if they bought out, and I'm sure they will, a Super Nintendo Mini. I'm almost positive that this is the next thing on the drawing cards. But, Dan, if I had to say, you know, five games, what would you like to see on a Super Nintendo Mini? Ooh, put me on the spot. I reckon um, I'd have to go... Well, you'd obviously need the great, so Mario Kart. Mario Kart, yep. Now, how do you rate Mario Kart compared to Mario Kart 64? Because Mario Kart 64 is often said that that's the best of the series. I personally think the original one on the Super Nintendo far, far exceeds... Any well, of the other ones. I, I don't know if I mentioned this last time we were talking about Super Nintendo or that, but I um, actually I skipped the 64. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had the it. The entire I, console I, or the game? The, the console. Oh. But I went back and got it. But, like, I never had intense four-player Mario Kart sessions, but I did play a lot of um, uh, Super, Super Mario Kart. Yep. And actually I played it, like, last weekend with my mates, and we hadn't done it in ages, or a couple of weekends ago. And yeah, the, the complexity of my friends, how good they are at it, is ridiculous. Like, yep. I, like just, you know, skidding around corners, using speed jumps to yep. jump over massive parts of the map and stuff. Yep. And yeah, I reckon, well, I don't know what well, I say, the 64 one's better. And then on the, my second favourite is like, uh, is it 3DS or DS7? Yep. Is it 7? Yep. Yeah, yeah, 7, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're going to Anyway. Back to my other ones. Yep. My, back, no, I still think Nintendo the Super again. Nintendo because uh, Koopa Trooper kicks everyone's yeah, yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah, Koopa Trooper and Toad. No, screw Toad. Koopa Trooper. Koopa Trooper was shafted for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, uh, another game is uh, obviously Super Mario Bros. World. Yep. Which is like pretty much, I reckon, one of the... Like, it's such a good Mario game. Like, People the, the do level say it's the best one. Sa- the level of secrets in that game and complex ways to finish levels and stuff like that and... So many levels have two endings that you have to find the other ending out to go to a whole yeah, new part. Yeah, that's depth of gameplay, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it, like yeah. for years, like the special stage, like it's just yep. a spe- and when yep, you yep. finish it, it's like not many people have ever got here. And, uh, like, and then when you finish all the special stages with all the other exits, it spells out you are a super player. When you're, it's just got that scene where you're running on, you're just grabbing the coins, and it says you are a super. It's like yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. And Nintendo acknowledges my time. Yeah, <laughs> put into this. It's the little things. Take that into uh, consideration, yeah, yeah. Doctor Mike. Yeah. <laughs> um, you should have it in the band game where you, you, you are a great iPad player. Yeah. Uh, a third one I reckon would be uh, Contra or Super Protector. That's a cool game. Yeah. Does anyone remember that? I do. Yep. Going around shooting stuff and blowing it up. Yep. Um, What what are some other really good ones? (laughs) You've got three. They usually have 30. I thought I was being kind, just going five. No, this is for the SNES, isn't it? The Super Nintendo. Which was the contemporary of the Commodore Amiga. Yeah, sure. Just sliding that in here at this point. Yeah, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably... um, 
I'd have to go maybe. I, I think I played a lot of NBA Jam on it. Yes. Yeah, like. See, that'd yeah, be I'm a hard even, one. I'm not even a sport dude. But, but that was a fun game. But yeah. see, that'd be a hard one. Because, that, like, they are That's not really a Super Nintendo game. That's, like, on everything. It is. But no, you had to well, put it on the Super Nintendo. Like Contra as well. You know, that was on yeah, different right, platforms. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, a lot of. The, the, I mean, that would be. Because like, Super C, or Super, yeah, Super C is on the NES Mini. So obviously, right. Konami yeah. gave him the. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, oh, so Link to the Past. Link to the Past. You know, that's one I've forgotten. I'm glad you said that. Uh, <laughs> just with NBA Jam, the licensing issues there would be a pain in the butt. Like, you'd have to get license agreements for all the likenesses of the players from the 90s. Yeah. Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you'd have to update them all to make them look like they do now. Alonzo Morning. It'd be like, there'd be just tombstones in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Mm. Uh, and Link to the Past, yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, great choice. Yeah, and probably like OG Donkey Kong. Oh, well, country. Don't, oh, oh, that was one of mine, country. and you just st stole yeah. it. You went you six. Did it. You, did you went six. You went six and stole one of mine. Oh, so, yes, you did. NBA Jam. NBA oh, Jam. So you're, you're yeah. Mario right, yeah, Kart, right, yeah. Mario World, Super Contra, NBA Jam, oh, Link to the Past. I and stole, stole something that you haven't even said yet. I know. I, I'm going to go start off with... It needs to be on there. I'm, yeah, I completely agree. That's why it was in my list. Uh, I'm going to go Jurassic Park, that the Super yeah. Nintendo version of Jurassic Park. That was awesome. Did you ever play that one? Yeah. And you switches into 3D, which is basically a Wolfenstein 3D ripoff, but you got to shoot, shoot raptors or Deinonychus as they actually should be called, but we won't get into that discussion. No, um, we won't. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to say Earthbound. Uh, did you ever... Sorry, uh, Dr. Mike is just putting on a VR headset for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> Um, Are they plasma effects? Okay, I'm still oh, okay. Well, uh, Earthbound. I don't know if you ever played that, or at least a translation cut uh, of the original Earthbound. No, no. Great game, great RPG. Did you know that? I've forgotten the name of it, but it's an uh, almost an unofficial sequel to it. It's really popular, and I can't think of it. And yeah, space game. No, 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 it's a modern game that they... Earthbound. No, yeah. not Earthbound. Carry on talking, guys. We're just going to hear the noises Ben makes when he sees good plasma effects. Well, I'm not going to do it during the podcast. Yes, I'm actually... is. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in control here. I can't... You guys would, like, steal my thing. Have a look. Um, Super... Well, sorry, no. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Okay, yeah. So is... how did Street Fighter 2 Turbo differ from Street Fighter 2? Uh, so Street Fighter 2, uh, you couldn't be the same character versing each other. Okay. Uh, you also could not, um, well, you wouldn't, it wasn't very fast, basically. Right, okay, so Turbo yeah. boosted up the uh, speed. Yep. Uh, it also, um, you could choose different colours and verse each other, like the arcade version. And there was also a code, which I cannot remember now, but you could take it from 4-star speed to 10-star speed to make it just stupid insane. Okay, right. Yeah, um, I remember so that. My mate used to do it. It literally just played ridiculously fast. Not ridiculously yeah, fast, but... Normal no, speed, yeah. like it was. Right. It was a great game. It's easily the best of those okay, fighters. Yeah. On and, and, and this, this was with the usual range of characters like Vega and Bison. The extra ones you got towards the end. And yeah, the, Ryu and the, yeah, you could play the bosses as well. Sorry. Yeah, there, there, there were four of them, weren't there? Was yeah. the, Vega, the Harlequin type of dude with claws. Yep, that's Vega. Yeah. Bison's um, the boss. Bison was the evil Nazi. Um, Balrog was the boxer. Oh yeah, and Sagat is the Muay Thai yeah. kick fighter who that's was the right, boss in yeah. Street Fighter One. That's right. Which, yeah, but Sagat, we won't go yeah. into Street Fighter lore because I'll be here all night. Yeah. And finally, my final. Pick is Chrono Trigger. Nice. You play Chrono Trigger. I was Trigger? thinking. I had two more. I'm going to do this an honorary mention quickly. Okay. Uh, um, Secret of Mana. 
Yes. And Rock and Roll Racing. I never played Rock and Roll Racing. That, that, did do, you that know have... what, do you know what they had on both consoles? And the actual, for once, one of these mystical things, the uh, the sound on the Mega Drive version was better than the Super NES. Really? Yeah, the, the music was like way better. I wonder why that is. Um, it's the same with Earthman Jim. I'm just going to... Uh, oh, Earthworm Jim. Oh, that has to be on there. <laughs> that oh, game's yeah, amazing. I remember that one, yeah. I remember reading it. Uh, yeah. I will say, however, we should kick off your Mario World suggestion, get that out of there, and instead put on the cart that came out just as the Super Nintendo was dying down. The, the All-Stars. Had the All-Stars and Mario World on it. So you had five games on one cart. Speaking of kicking Dan's ass, it's time now for Video Game Jukebox, or as I've renamed it, Dan versus the World and Ross. Now, uh, Dr. Mike, <laughs> yep. uh, we're going to play a little game. Okay. Uh, pretty much I'm going to play the first five seconds of a game piece of music. Oh, right, yeah. After oh, man, that five seconds, you each have five guesses, yep. starting with Mike and then going to Dan, mm -hmm. then back to Mike, mm -hmm. to guess the game. Mm -hmm. Now, if you cannot guess it within that five seconds, you can choose to have another five seconds played, but that's your that's your uh, your guess, so then yeah, it goes yeah. to your opposition, so you might oh. choose to hear the next five seconds, right, and then yeah, yeah. it reveals a vital point, and then Dan will get it straight away, so it's yeah, a bit yeah. risky. Yeah. Or you can ask for a hint. Right. In which case, I will give you a hint as to where this music comes mm -hmm. from, what game it yeah. appears in. Um, now, I am going to be very picky. It's not just, oh, it's from Mario Brothers. No, you mm -hmm. tell me which Mario Brothers. All right? Yeah, you know, so Mario Brothers. Right. Then <laughs> I can just say, oh, that's from Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's from a yeah. game. Amiga. Amiga. Yeah, they'd probably be wrong anyway. But yeah. um, and so far, after last show, we are Dan on zero points. Uh, the world, which is the team you're yeah, playing right, for, yeah, Doctor yeah. Mike, yep. on two, and uh, Greenlight, uh, <laughs> Greenlight comic employee slash owner Ross on. One, because okay. he got every single one from the counter. So, I'm, I'm all standing between Dan and actually having points. Yeah, basically. Of any kind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Ross is the world as well. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Ross is his own yeah. entity. Yeah. yeah. Because in the, in the season finale, whenever that is, uh, it's going to be Ross versus Dan. Thrown down. Okay. All right. Hit, hit me with hell. some music I've never hit heard before, Ben. Brilliant. All right, here we go. Oh, no. I didn't make them easier than last week because I didn't know any of them. Here's the right. first song. Who's going first? Ooh, first five seconds. Was that five seconds? That was five seconds. Dr. Mike, uh, you can ask to hear the next five seconds. You can take a guess, but if you take a guess and get it wrong, that's it. And Really? Yeah, or you well, can ask for a hint. No, we get five, we no, get five, five guesses. guesses. Yeah, you get five guesses, but if you say, oh, it's uh, Bubble Bubble, and I go, no, uh, wrong, that's it, Dan gets a point. Right, okay. I think we should so, get five so guesses each on five, whatever game. Five guesses. I mean, if you get a guess, if you guess and you get it right, that's the end of the round, isn't it? Correct, and if you guess and get it wrong, it's that's also the, the end, end of the round. round. But there's right. three, we've got three here. It's all right, it's okay. not a short game. Right. You don't want to go too long. No, we don't want to. No yeah, one okay, cares yeah. about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. No one's listening right. anyway. I'm yeah. going to say Bubble Bobble. No. Why, why would you do that? I don't know. You should have asked again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> me a hint. So yeah. Dan has got Dan's one got point. point now, yeah. um, all right, right, Dan, Do you just for giggles, uh, do you want to take a guess as to what it was? Play it again. All right. It's been on. a while since I heard it. All right. Well, we'll play the next five mm -hmm. seconds anyway. 
specific like ghouls and ghosts? No, it's Zelda 2. Uh, Link close. to the past. Oh, uh, yep, okay. I'm swear just jar. making a note of that little swear jar <laughs> moment. <laughs> oh, no. All right, so uh, my advice, you know, just yes. to stretch the segment out, unless you know it, don't guess it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, wait, wait until you've had four or five get, guesses. Wait, get wait, 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 wait for a really obscure, you know, just, yeah, just, ask, just go really obscure game. game yeah. Is it my shot now? No, no, uh, Michael go first yeah, again. Right, yeah. But you, yeah, yeah. You, got a, you got a point, you Dan. Got a point well Dan, done, yeah. Dan. You win by yeah. default. That may never happen again. Dan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, All right, yeah. here we go. Song two. Mm-hmm. Just like high school. Right. I need a hint. You need a hint. Yeah. Okay. Um, ceremony means nothing. Dan, your turn. Ceremony means nothing. How That's is that a hint? That's your hint. That's just like three words that don't mean anything. It, it's uh, it very relevant. Lot, I reckon, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, Dan, you can yeah. choose to hear the next ben, five Ben's, seconds. Ben's very deep. He does kung fu and everything in that. Uh, it's Shota Kung Karate, thank yeah, you. Whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just swear, then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Dan, you can choose for the next five yeah, seconds. Yeah, I want the next five seconds. The next five seconds of the song. Fully aware that this may give it away and Dr. Mike may get it. But here we go. The next five seconds. No, it's the next five seconds. Five seconds. No, I need another hint. Okay. If that's on the table. It's on the table. Yeah. Another hint. Rising Dragon. Mm. Do you realise you got anyone who's listening to this right now is going, it's this song! Yeah, Why are you good, so yeah. silly? Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to write in to hack the dino at hotmail.com and abuse them. That's because a, that's one of the number one forms of emotional engagement for entertainment, <laughs> just thinking you're smarter than the people who are on the TV show or the podcast. Oh, well, we're happy to yeah. oblige with that. Yes. Everyone's going to love us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, your choice. Do you want to hear another five seconds? Do you want to ask for another hint? Or do you I want, want to hint. Guess? I want a hint. You want a hint? I love hints. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm, get I'm running it. out of... Um, okay. This one's... This is a big hint. Yeah, go. <clears throat> How do, Ken... Dr. Mike, if you're sure. Right, do I get a guess at this? Uh, you can guess yeah. it. So this is um, question four, I believe, okay, for you, Dr. Mike. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, was this, what, was this? what was the second hint that you gave me? Oh, God, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not right. Rising <laughs> Dragon? Rising, Rising Dragon. Dragon, right, yeah, okay. Sega. So, you know, just thinking out loud here, it's one of the <laughs> theories, obviously, from your last hint. Um, but ceremony means nothing, implies it was something like free for all, or, you know... Um, uh, and get another hint. This is your fourth question. Yeah, hint. Hint. Um, where's the champ? Where's... God, these don't make sense. <laughs> where's the champ? So, so that's your hint. So it's Dan, it's your turn now. Is it, is it Street Fighter 2? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, two, is I, that it? I won't be. It was actually Ryu's ending. Yeah, it, oh, oh, it's, yeah. 
reason. Oh, right. You know what? Yeah. That's not easy. You said they were going to be easy. That, easy. That, that means that, like, that yeah. someone has to have, have played Street Fighter so yeah. many times and finished it so many times that they knew the music for the end. Yeah. That's exactly what I'd expect. Why didn't you put, like, the yeah. opening of it? Because that would be too easy. Yeah. Um, so, you know... Actually, I got it, so... Yeah, you got speaking it. Speaking of someone who's been making video games as a job for 15 years and has been jaded about it, yeah, no, that was lazy. <laughs> so the scores at the moment are Dan on two, The World on two, and Ross is only on one because he's not around here playing the game. He, I don't think he knows it's happening. Oh, well, yeah. Better luck next time, Ross. Okay, mm. so admittedly, this one... Unless you've played this game, you may not know it. That's true of all of them, though, really, isn't it? No, no one actually listens to computer game music outside of playing the game. Uh, I do. Apart from the, when I had um, Katamari Damacy on my phone. Yeah, I got the yeah. Vibribbon soundtrack on my oh, thing. Oh, nice. I quite often yeah. listen to video game soundtracks yeah. while I'm writing, so you guys are crazy. Anyway, the third song starts now. <laughs> That's Orgasmatics by the Buzzcocks. Is it? No. <laughs> that wasn't your it guess. sounded a bit like it. Yeah, that wasn't a guess. That was an observation. Yes, yes. Yeah. Joke. No, that, that's, a joke. that's a joke. It's a gag. We're a gag. gagging. We're, it was we're a gag. Throwing gags out everywhere. Uh, so, Dr. Mike, you yes. can hear the next five seconds. Um, you can I'm ask for a hint. I'm going to have a hint for this okay. one. Okay. Because the next five seconds will probably sound a lot like those five seconds, and I still won't have a clue. So, yeah, I need a hint. Okay. It's on the Super Nintendo. Oh, God. It's only I'm not going to give yeah. you a big hint straight away. <laughs> Dan. Can we ask a question? Uh, yeah. Is that back? Can uh, that be one of the yeah, things? You're yeah, 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 sure. You're not guaranteed an answer, though. Yeah. But as long as you're not guessing the no, game. No, a yes or no one. No, you can do that if you like. Is it a... Oh, this is my question. Yes, yes, yes. Is it a fighter? Like a, like a street fighter style do, fighter? Like, do you mean like a fighting game? A one on one, one, on one fighting game where two large animated characters duke it out? Yeah. No. No, it is not okay. a one on one fighting mm. game. Yeah. Dr. Mike. What a foolish suggestion that was. <laughs> you can um, choose to hear another five seconds or ask a question. Um, okay. Um, was, I'm going to ask a question. Was the game set in space? No, it was not. Back to you, Dan. Oh, what's the good of it then? <laughs> Point to that then, yeah. Um, I would like a hint. Another hint. Uh, does whatever a spider can. Seems to make it a bit of an obvious... You said I was on the Super Nintendo, didn't you? I did. I'm going to go out on a limb for my next one and guess what it is. Really? Oh, Dr. Mike, the pressure's on. Yeah, yeah, so Dan's going to guess Spider-Man the Hedgehog, isn't he? Um, <laughs> so I'd better... I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to ask a yes or no question then. Well, you might as well take it. You know Dan, well, Dan's openly yeah, said he's going to guess it the next yeah, time. Yeah, but I know, yeah. not get it. I know, I know, right. Um, but then he gets the point. So, I'll, you're right. so I'll just make a guess, shall I? Yep. Yeah, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Dan, what was your guess going to be? Well, I was going to say... Um, I was going to say Maximum Carnage. You are absolutely correct. Oh, yes. <laughs> you were robbed. <laughs> wow. No, I wasn't. I still said it. This is brilliant. Yeah, I've no idea what that game is. I've no idea what it's got to do with spiders. And even better, I don't care, quite frankly. And also, for those out there who are interested in Maximum Carnage, the yes. uh, Super Nintendo game. Maximum Carnage. <laughs> which is also a comic book, graphic novel, with it is. on sale here in Greenlight Comics. It's not very good, though. 
Yes, it is. It's if you like 80s slash 90s superhero antics with heaps of characters making not much sense. Yes. And symbiotes everywhere. Yes. The maximum carnage is for you. Yes. All right. So hang on. What's to do with carnage? The symbiote. Venom carnage. Yes. The the other evil. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should read it. There's one on the yeah, shelf. You right. should go pick it up. You can look forward to much more of Dan vs. the World in the Video Game Jukebox Challenge throughout 2017 and beyond when we return as Hack the Dino. Um, Dan and I would like to thank each and every one of you for downloading this show and giving us a chance. We're only four episodes in. I know, Clip Show four episodes in. We're, uh, we like annoying you. But I promise there will be hardly any next year. Every fortnight, a brand new podcast will come out. Uh, every fortnight we will talk about the latest game news, uh, the latest comic news. Dan is a uh, professional comic book artist as well as an owner of Greenlight Comics. I'm a wannabe writer, so there is always something for us to talk about in the comics realm. Speaking of which, uh, Mario Run dropped a couple of days ago at the time of recording this. Uh, very, very quickly, it's good. A little bit more in-depth. Um, I really thought it felt like a Mario game. The collecting coin system is great. The levels feel like a Mario game that you would play on the Wii or the Wii U. Probably not the Wii U because no one played that, you heartless people. But I really enjoyed it and uh, the rally function I am just loving so much. Um, I have no idea why, but I am obsessed with building up my kingdom and making it as awesome as possible. Only criticism is that Mario doesn't really move enough like he does in the Mario games on the Nintendo systems, but we'll get more into that on the next episode of Hack the Dino when I'm back there with Dan in Greenlight Comics. We've got a huge year coming up. We've got lots planned, so be sure to give us a follow on Facebook at Hack the Dino as well as Instagram at Hack the Dino. Uh, there will be a website coming very, very soon in the new year. For now, you can send us a message if you like through either of those uh, social media outlets or drop us a line at hackthedino at hotmail.com. Thank you very much once again for downloading and listening to this podcast. We hope to have some big things coming your way. Thank you and be good to people. That's my catchphrase.
breathe.